Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for being our maker, being our God. Thank you for allowing us in your presence. Thank you for always giving us an understanding of your word. Father God, help us to always apply it to our life. Father God, we ask you to bless everyone this morning. Bless the people that are reading the word. Bless the people that are listening to the word of God. Father God, as we partake in this devotion, whether this is devotional or your word, give us an understanding, Father God. Father God, we are so grateful for everything you have done, big and small, in our lives. And we just give you the glory. We give you the praise and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, key verse today is Romans 1 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. Subject renewed and refreshed in God. Affirmations, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm holding on to God. I am accepted. I am loved. I'm heard by God. Having a renewed mind is so essential in our walk with God. Because if our mind isn't renewed, how will we be able to walk in God? If our mind is contrary to the things of God, how our mind must desire to be different than what we used to do. We should want our mind to be different than what it has been. We can be so focused on our own desires that we forget what we're supposed to be doing. And one of the main things we are, we are as believers must never forget is that our mind must stay on God and his desires. We often see in the Bible that people wanted their way. They wanted their happiness. They, they looked over what God was asking them to do. God frankly would ask us to do things that would draw us away from temptation. And he will always be there to help us navigate the tough decisions in life. We can always fall into temptation, but doing that doing that gives us a selfish mindset or a self-centered one because we aren't thinking about how this sin will cause a blockage between us and God. We are just thinking about how we can get further in whatever sin it is. The first key or the first step we are going to, to make to help us stay, stay, stay as connected and desire the mindset that is needed is prayer. Ask God to renew us. Ask God to direct us. But God is already telling us to read our word every day. When we feed our minds something holy like the word, we are resetting it. We are allowing the, whole, the word of God to take over. Romans 1 and 16. But I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes and to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. See, it said it is our power in the word of God. And to anyone who believes, we have to believe that his word will help us and will empower us. The second step or the second key we're going to look over, we must have, we, we must do what we must do. We have to believe that God has given us the power to conquer our thoughts. We have the power to do those things. We have to take the initiative to say to the enemy, no, you don't reign in my life. I'm not yours. I, my mind belongs to God and I have the authority of God in me and you can't stay. You have to be bold as lions and claim your renewed minds. Third step or third key, we must confess the word of God over our lives. When we do this, we allow freedom over our situations. We are casting down imaginations. You see, the enemy will stay as long as he thinks he has the power. But when we believe in God, and we show that we believe in the strength he's given us in the words that's in our Bible, the enemy must flee. 
Romans 1 21 says, For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became fatal, fatal in their thinking, in their foolish hearts were darkened. We want to do different and think differently because we are no longer thinking fatal. We are no longer foolish. We are wise. We are strong in God. And when we think this way and we believe this way, we act in this way. What used to rattle us don't anymore. What used to break us doesn't anymore because we are bold as lions. Philippians 2 and 5, we must, you must have the same attitude that Christ had. This is the last verse. We will look at that in order for our mind to be renewed, we must look towards having the same mindset. The same attitude that Christ had. We must have a mindset that whatever happens, nothing can stop us. Nothing can break us and nothing can conquer us when we walk in God. Today, if you feel that you have tried everything for a renewed mind or that you think it's impossible for you, it isn't. It is possible you stay. You will stay in the same mindset if you don't change. It's possible to always allow your thoughts to eat away at you. But today, we are going to be different. We are going to be stable in the way we think and the way we handle things because we are renewed in God. Prayer. Heavenly Father, help us to seek you. Not prescribed drugs, not liquor, not weed, not illicit sex, but you, just you. Lord, we ask you today to forgive us of any sins we've done, knowing and unknowingly. Lord, give us strength to store, to stand firm in you. Lord, give us more of your presence. Lord, we ask you right now to please bless us with a new mind. Please help us to keep our relationship with you our, our main priority. Lord, we love you and thank you. We praise you for another week. We praise you for the air we breathe and, and your grace and mercy. Lord, we decree and declare victory and favor in every situation, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So today's topic is renewed and refreshing God. We always are talking about renewed mind on this podcast because that is one of the key elements of living a Christian life is having a renewed mind. Oftentimes we see people there, they they go to church, they read a word, they pray, and it's no change. Why? Because their mind isn't renewed. And some people will be like, well, isn't that God's job to renew me? Yes, it is. But it's our job to submit to him. We have to pray and say, God, I need a renewed mind. And the Holy Spirit will change us as we let go of these things. But if you notice there's no change, that comes on to our part. Because if we're not easy to let go of things, we're not easy to say, okay, I'm done. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Then God is the Holy Spirit is not going to make us change. But in order to have a renewed mind, the first key was prayer. And no, you you don't need a pit a pat prayer. You don't need to say um, these long prayers either. But you need to be serious and tell God what you are dealing with in your mind. Maybe you're dealing with lustful thoughts. Maybe you're dealing with hateful thoughts. Maybe you're dealing with thoughts that that of self-harm. Whatever those thoughts are, tell God about it. That's the only way you're going to be delivered and have a renewed mind is prayer. 
And don't even just pray for your mind. Pray for your situations and the things that you deal with daily because those things can affect your mind too. People don't understand that sometimes when you get in an argument or sometimes you're out here doing what you want to do and saying what you want to say, that can play effect in your mind. So your actions need to change. Your actions need to be more Christ-like. You didn't see God, you didn't see Christ out here tussling and fighting with folks. No. You didn't. So we're supposed to be just like Christ. People said ugly things to him. He said the word of God back. Or he ignored them. Start doing what Christ did. And no, we are not Christ, but we have Christ in us. So that gives us the strength to be able to do the things that he required us to do. If we take one uh, step forward, God will take two steps forward. If we take three steps forward, he'd take three steps forward. But when we're stepping back, he's going to step back too. He's never going to force us to do anything we don't want to do. Never. So the second step we looked at was the power to conquer our thoughts. Now, it's hard sometimes to tell us to turn everything off. It's hard sometimes to to not take on what people say. I think we talked about the other day about conquering our thoughts and not allowing the enemy to stay and not allowing what he says to stay and not allow what people say to affect us. But sometimes, some of us, we're overthinkers. So when we overthink, we think about everything. We think about the situation 40 and 50 times. How, how can we repay it? How can we did it? How can we do something better? And what we could have done better was placing our thoughts every day into God's hands. Anytime I get a thought that's not of God, I stop if I can. And or if not, then a few minutes later, I say, God, I, I didn't mean to think that. I'm sorry. God, help me wherever that thought was leading to. Help me, you know, destroy it, please. I'm casting down imaginations. That's how you cast down imaginations. That's how you cast down your thoughts. You immediately give it to God. You don't let it settle. Because when we start letting things settle, that's when it becomes a problem. It's never a problem when it enters the mind. It's the problem when we let it settle and we dwell on it. Any thought I get that's not of God, I immediately give it to him. Because I can say all day, no, 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 I'm not going to think that way. Or no, 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 I'm not going to entertain that. No, that's not going to help. I must take it to God in prayer. Or I must say, I rebuke you, Satan. I send that thought to the back of the pits of hell. That's not the person I am. That's not what I want to think about. That's not of God. I rebuke you. You have to be bold with the enemy. You can't be scared of the enemy. Because if you show any fear of the enemy and what he's doing or how he's coming about with towards you, you can always stay in this broke down, beaten down mindset. And that's not who we are in Christ. We have victory. We are conquerors. We have to learn how to conquer the things that the enemy wants to throw us. Third step we looked at is believing in the strength he's given us in the words that's in our Bible. The enemy must flee. Sometime what we entertain, and I think this is one part. I'm just going to go ahead and throw this in there with it. Sometimes what we read and we allow ourselves to digest mentally plays a part in why our mind is not renewed. If we're looking at a bunch of people always online fighting, if we look at a bunch of people 
um, online doing what they don't supposed to do. If you get my drift, like I said, I always try to keep this podcast clean. I don't want to say anything that's that, um, that a child shouldn't hear. So if you're up at night looking at things that you shouldn't look at, allowing it to fill your eyes, reading things that you shouldn't read and allowing it to get into you. Those things will cause you to have a mindset that you shouldn't have. You start thinking and feeling certain ways that you feel like, why is, where is this coming from? Because you entertain these things. Stop entertaining these things. Some people read certain books and, and they, they, oh, that's okay. It's just a little bit of this, a little bit of romance. No, no, because you're opening up a door that you're, you can't close. And you're opening up different situations in your life that occur that you're not going to be able to have a grab, grip, a grab, a handle over because you have allowed this in because you said it's okay. That's the only way the enemy can get in. That's the only way. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes spirits travel and you get them, you know, by circumstance, you know. But for the most part, and I'm going to say actually all the time, when someone inhabits a spirit. Or somehow they get into this way of thinking about certain things. It's because you open a door. It's because you're not staying prayed up. It's because you're not reading your word. Point blank. These things can't just enter and attach themselves to us without us saying, "Okay, that's okay," or "Okay, I want to, I, I want to participate in that." As long as you're participating and you're feeding that spirit. But as long as you're feeding your soul the word of God, you're feeding the, your soul, your soul will grow. I remember seeing this drawing, and this guy had this spirit, and he said soul on the bottom. And the soul was like like a cloud, but it was beefy, and you could tell it was big. But then it had a small picture of a dark little spirit, and it says, it says sin. And it sh- he showed where the the bigger spirit was eating milk and had a piece of chicken in his hand. It was just standing there eating. But the spirit was withered. It was small. When we feed the things of, when we feed our flesh, we are feeding that spirit. That spirit is getting stronger. When we feed the feed our soul the Bible, our soul gets uh, stronger. Our soul has the power to say no. Our soul has the power to fight against things or our spirit has a let me say spirit i'm sorry our spirit has the power to fight against things but when we're not feeding our spirit the spirit man the right things and we're letting him just sit there he has no strength because we aren't doing what we're supposed to do okay so let me re-explain this because i know i explained it wrong a little bit in the beginning you feed your flesh it's gonna grow if you leave it dehydrated you let it wither down, you're killing that flesh. You don't feed it the things that it wants. You don't entertain the things that it won't. It will die. But when you feed your spirit man, you pray, you meditate, you fast, your spirit man will grow. It will grow strong. You see what I'm saying? Leave the things of the flesh alone because this is what affects your mind. Everything you do affects your mind. Okay, let's look at some quick references. Sorry, exit out of that app. Okay. First um, scripture we're going to look at is 2 Corinthians 4.16. 2 
If you have your Bible, go to first, second Corinthians four sixteen. Go to four, second Corinthians four sixteen. Once again, I'm in the NLT. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. Our bodies are dying every day because we're getting older. That's what happens. Point blank. Some people don't like to accept that they're getting older. You're getting older. I'm getting older. It's life. Every day it dies. But the word tells us here that our spirits are being renewed every day. When we give ourselves into things of the Lord and we submit ourselves every day to the, to the Lord, we are getting renewed. But it's up to us to stay in that renewed process by not tainting it with things of the flesh. Okay? That just confirms what, I, what the Holy Spirit had me to say up there. Go to Titus 3 and 5. Titus 3 and 5. Titus only has three chapters. You get some time. The Holy Spirit leads you to engage into this chapter. Um, when I first got saved, I remember um, reading the word a lot, which I do now, but I read it a lot. And I read it so much that a lot of people told me, you know, you need to find something else to do. You need to do something else because that's all you do is read the word. You, you need to find something else. But I knew what the Holy Spirit had placed in me. He let me know early, you got to stay prayed up. You got to stay in my word. You got to read. I mean, this is for everyone, but he's speaking to me. So I'm, I'm telling you, he, this is what he said to me. So don't take it personal. This is what he said to me. He said, because what you have to go against and what the enemy is going to always try to attack you with, you must stay prayed up. So stay in your word. So I read hours and hours and hours of the word hours and hours of the word writing down what I, I i found asking the holy spirit to break it down because i wanted to understand what was it in this word that was going to save me and help keep me saved because you already giving your life to god you're saved but reading the word of god like we said yesterday it's like maintenance on a lawn you must constantly keep it up if you didn't go if you haven't listened to um yesterday's devotional or if you haven't read it go on the website go on another podcast read listen to or read the, the devotional yesterday it will help establish what i'm saying here if we don't do these things daily my friends you will start feeling lost you will start feeling confused because you're not feeding your soul you are not renewing it that is one of the keys of having a healthy relationship with God is reading his word. How can you say you follow Christ if you don't know what his word says? How can you say you want you want your calling and God to start, but you don't want to pick up your word? Image bearers, prophets, pastors, we have to know this word to be able to teach it. 
people of God, if you're going out ministering to people, you're going out telling people how good God is, you need to know your word because there's people out there that study this word much better than some Christians and can tell you what that scripture says and confuse you. And you're sitting there looking like boo-boo the fool because you didn't read. Yes, boo-boo the fool. I pulled that out. Boo-boo the fool. <laughs> Because sometimes we can look like we will fool because we don't sit there and we don't read the word, but we're so busy attacking people and saying, this is a sin, that's a sin. But are you looking at what you're reading yourself? We can't go around looking that way. We can't go around trying to save souls if we don't know people of God. Okay. Let's look at one of our last verse. I'm not going to pull the Bible on this one because it's, it's right here. Psalms 23 and 3. He restores my soul. He leads me path of righteousness for his name's sake. This is Psalms 23. If you don't know Psalms 23 by heart, I advise you to go get a Bible, write it down, memorize it. That That is one of the scriptures that, that I think that should be learned by every Christian is Psalms 23. Um, that's up to you. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you when to do that. But it says, restores my soul. He leads me to path of righteousness for his name's sake. The Lord will restore our soul when we walk with him. The Lord will keep us from, show us or guide us away from temptation. But we have to be the ones that wants to walk in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. If we don't want to walk in a path of righteousness, he can't restore our soul. If it's no desire to do good, if it's no desire to live right, it's no desire to watch what you say, it's no desire to watch what you do with your hands and how you handle things and what you watch. If you're not going to try to live a righteous and holy life, I advise you now to ask God to help you with that mindset. It's tons of people that say, oh, I'm saved. But they do the things they shouldn't do. They say the things they shouldn't say. They entertain more things of, of the flesh and the world than they entertain the things of God. Because people have this mindset, well, I said I believe in Christ that he died and he rose again and that's it. No. I mean, that's the main thing. But no, you, you have to put in some work. And see, the thing about the flesh, we get lazy. We get unmotivated. These devotionals. The Lord, the Holy Spirit given me is for everyone to learn how to have a healthy relationship with God. And prayer is the main key. If you're lacking your prayer life, that's, that's a mistake. Prayer is the, the biggest arsenal we have in our, the biggest thing we have in our arsenal. Because Jesus knew what we was going to come up against. God knew what we was going to come up against. And that was the flesh. As long as we're entertaining this flesh, doing what the Israelites did, the, God told them several times, no, don't, don't do, don't, don't entertain these idols. Don't go mingle in with these people. Stay away from these people. But because curiosity killed the cat, they went over there and mingled. Oh, we're just sitting down talking. Next thing you know, they're drinking. Next thing you know, they're, they're, they're committing their time together with people that they shouldn't. And then they start worshiping their gods. See, the Israelites, a lot of times, lost control because they dabbled. They dabbled. 
I feel like that is one of the biggest problems in the world today. The Holy Spirit has shown me that Christians aren't taking it serious anymore about living a righteous life because they see people, pastors and friends that, that have so much, but they're not so committed. So why do I have to commit? Because your walk is your walk with God. Because when you die and you, 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 you're getting judged or on judgment day when you're getting judged, he's not going to say, oh, so you did this because of this person over here. Oh, you did this over here because, because this person over here did it. No. No, that's, that's not how it's going to go. He can say, well, you did all these things, but I did these things because I've seen someone else do it. No. Start, being, start taking accountability now in your actions. And say the reason why you did stuff is because you wanted to. Don't blame everyone else. We have to start taking accountability. Hope you enjoyed this lesson. I, I enjoyed this lesson. Like I said, a lot of times we talk about renewed mind because sometimes, um, well, all the time what happens is the Holy Spirit gives me another outlook on it. Because that's what's happening. People are getting told it's okay to, to be this way or it's okay to be that way. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. Oh, this sin is such much bigger than this sin. It's such a little sin, so it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not all right. We must live a holy and righteous life. Remember, Jesus loved you, and I love you too. Goodbye. Okay,